Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS for my Laker teammates and NBA legends. And today, Ari is just you and I, baby. We're going to talk straight out Laker talk. Uh, three things, Ari. One, will the Lakers win a championship this year? Two, who are they going to beat? And three, can they repeat? Okay, so we're going to come right with you. You answered the question with your second question. The first question is answered by the second question. Before we get to that, though, for people okay, watching we're this on, we're gonna people watching this on YouTube, I got a bunch of oxymorons working for us, okay? <laughs> things like that. So we're going to get right into that. Wait, uh, wait, listen, wait, right. wait, wait. For people watching this on YouTube, you got your Lakers back-to-back 87-88 championship hat on. Does this still smell like champagne? Uh, actually, it does, Ari. Somebody sent me this hat because I lost it, and it's a little uh, uh, yellow up at the top. But I love it because 87-88 was a special year because the first time that anybody had repeated in, like, what, 18, 20 years, and the last team to do it was the Boston Celtics. So to beat their ass uh, in 87, they come back and whoop up on the Pistons. Detroit bad kids, I call them, not bad boys, uh, was special. So that's why I'm wearing this hat. And it's great segue into this Laker team this year. All right, these guys are good, okay? And it, looking at what Rob Palenka and, and Jeannie Buss and Linda Rambis, along with Kurt Rambis, are doing over there assembling things, I think they have people concerned a little bit simply for the fact is they're going out and getting what people say old guys. I don't see it as that old. I see it as wisdom knowledge uh seasoned players you got Rajah rondo westbrook a uh, uh uh lebron james you got dwight howard deandre jordan all them guys are 30 plus man and you know what to me i'm not concerned about that because with this new load management thing that they're doing you ain't got they ain't got to play 82 games if you can get 50 55 60 games out of the core of that group and the core for me is any three that's want to play that night, you're going to be successful. Your thoughts, Ari? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you um, to a certain degree. Um, and, I mean, the biggest load management piece here is going to be LeBron. Um, so many miles over the course of, of so many seasons, and obviously they need him to be as, as good as he could be at the end of the year. Uh, you know, it's interesting, though, because I heard some some comments from Kevin Durant this week with Big 12 – or with um, – basketball NBA media days across the country. And, you know, he was asked about like, if they had gotten past Milwaukee, they were, they were so close to winning a championship. And he kind of, you know, he just brought up the fact of how difficult it is 
playing against a team that has such familiarity with one another versus a team that has a bunch of great players, but that is figuring itself out, figuring each other out. And that, you know, I mean, I, I think there were teams that won championships taking shortcuts in that regard. I mean, even Lakers a couple of years ago, that, that, that was a team that was newly formed. We'd seen even with Michael and with Michael Freudian slip there with LeBron in Miami, the same kind of thing where it was like, it didn't take that much time to mold it together. But I don't know. I wonder if that's changed a little bit. And I do think like Westbrook is an offensive ecosystem unto himself. He's a whirling dervish. So he has to fit a little bit more here than he has other places because it's been okay for him to be, you know, whirling dervish of, you know, offense by himself. But I, I think that he's such a unique basketball player. That's what makes him so good. You know, so that the development of those guys together, I think is, is paramount. And that's, that could take some time. Well, I think coach Vogel, um, if anybody can coach this team and get them all headed in the right direction, it's Frank Vogel. I really do believe that. I think obviously LeBron is going to play a big part in what they do. And I think he's the reason why this team is assembled the way, because when you have that elite player, that great player and Jerry West and Dr. Buss, the late Dr. Buss all kind of went to magic, magic. Who do you want to play with? Uh, Kareem, who do you want to play with? Nobody ever asked me anything. Cause I was just that guy. So, <laughs> but I would say yes to anything they said. Cause I never, to stay with they the never asked you. Jerry uh, West never asked you. Jerry, Jerry would ask me. Yeah. Sometimes uh, uh, on like one, with Michael Thompson, before he we went and got him, I know Jerry, he talked to um, Kareem magic, uh, uh, James Worthy, and he came to me. He said, Coop, what do you think about Thompson? I, I love Mike because I like the way he played up there. What about the Norm Nixon trade? Norm Nixon trade, I wasn't consulted, and that was uh, a heartbreak. But under the circumstances, the way that things were going that season, I saw what they saw in Byron Scott. Uh, you know, Byron was that prototypical shooting guard. He didn't want to handle. He didn't want to do anything else but shoot the basketball. Yeah. He eventually became into the player he became. But Norm was more of a point guard. It was like his team for all those years. So that trade, although it hurt a lot of people and hurt me deeply because Norm was a very, very good uh, close friend, as well as probably one of the best guards I've ever, the fastest guard I've played with the NBA. I understood where they were going with that. But back to the current Lakers, I think LeBron can get all these people playing in the right direction. I think AD's on board. I think Dwight Howard, you had him, you let him go, you get him back. So he's on board. I think DeAndre Jordan is a a very crucial piece too, simply for the fact that he does the things that AD did when the Lakers won their first championship in the bubble. He's He's a defensive player. Yeah, he's JaVel McGee. Yeah, and he's going to get lobs. I think he's better than JaVel McGee to me. I agree. Uh, so I think that was a big plus. The only one that can be considered a loose cannon would be Westbrook. But I think in this situation here, you're going to need that loose cannon. So the days that LeBron don't play because of the low management situation, you can let Westbrook do what he's done in the past with other teams. You just let him kind of run wild and, and do certain things. But I don't think he's going to be, and I say run wild, a loose term with that, because I think he's going to be more under control than at any point in time in his career being back here in L.A., being with the Lakers. Uh, he's back home. He has an opportunity. This is probably his best opportunity other than the first couple of years he was in OKC when they had Harden and Durant down there with him. This is his best opportunity to kind of go out with a bang, if if you want to use that and say, I don't think this is last year, but he's on the end of his road, man. And, you know, everybody wants to at least play for a championship and win one, and I think he has that opportunity now. If I were... 
And I, I think you're right about DeAndre Jordan. I mean, he he's I mentioned JaVale McGee because you brought up after they let him go how crucial of a piece he was. And I mean, DeAndre Jordan has been has a similar skill set to JaVale McGee, but he's a better player. I agree. I mean, he's a better rebounder. He's a prolific rebounder. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, and all right, uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan got a chip on his shoulder because if they see Brooklyn, boy, they got something coming because they put that guy in the doghouse this past season, man, and put him under the doghouse. So, again, I'm pretty sure he's rooting for Brooklyn to get past Milwaukee just to name one team because there's many teams on the East, and we're going to talk about that in our next show. Right now, we just focus on the Lakers and the West. Uh, as a player that's going to really play, pay big dividends for the Lakers. But let me ask you, I, I wonder how much LeBron and, and Frank Vogel will watch some of the, the tape from old Oklahoma City Thunder days when Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook play together. And LeBron's a different player than KD. But I guess I just wonder, down the stretch of really important games, do they want the offense going through LeBron or do they want the offense going through Russell Westbrook? We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro college football actions this season. With a new updated site, interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. I guess I just wonder down the stretch of really important games, do they want the offense going through LeBron or do they want the offense going through Russell Westbrook, right? Like that's. Well, I, I think when the game's on the line, it's going to run through LeBron. I really do. But what made LeBron the so called the now GOAT, because he is one of the greatest of all time is that his ability to share the ball, he understands what it takes to win. And I think he got that going to Miami. That was Dwayne Wade and Shaq's team. They, yep. they, they opened it with, they welcomed him with open arms and he eventually became that player. So I think that's his reception of players coming to the Lakers. He did that with AD. I mean, he resorted to him a lot of times. I think he'll do that with, with Russ too, to a certain extent. Yeah. Cause that's going to be the key, right? I mean, Russell, wherever he's been, you know, the offense has been run through him. And, and then you look at the Oklahoma city Thunder days, that's the one area where it was like, and even a little bit in Houston, but I, I don't, you know, LeBron's strength is at the end of the game in crucial moments, the, the offense should go through him. He is, he's, he's got some magic in him, obviously. And so there's, you know, he needs to initiate the offense, but then, I mean, is Westbrook off the floor? Is he playing off the ball? And, you know, th- I'm just curious to see that dynamic because again, it, it's going to play out through the course of the year. I think there'll be lineups with Westbrook out there without LeBron. I think that's a good luxury they can have to sort of let him run that second, that second group sometimes with Westbrook. But then I think it comes down to like crucial moments, crucial games. The offense is, as you said, should go through LeBron, but how does that look? Is Westbrook on the floor? I'd imagine so. He's going to be one of the best five, but how does that, how does that look? That that's going to be the most important subplot to this season to watch it play out. You know, as a coach, and I'm, I'm looking at this situation from a coach's eye, not a player, as a coach, one of the great things that Frank Vogel has is he has the luxury of a talented team 
kind of, uh, uh, I think they're going to be a little stubborn team until they get things going. Because again, we haven't even talked about Carmelo Anthony and some of the other ones, Trevor Ariza, Baysmore, Rondo. We haven't even talked about them. But I think he's going to have the luxury to to play a different different types of combinations depending on who they're playing. I think when you play Golden State, an up tempo team, you might want to go a little smaller. Yeah. When you play uh, Milwaukee, which is a little bit bigger team, you kind of kind of go big. But I do believe that Westbrook and LeBron in crunch time and the game's on the line. I think both of those players will be out there on the floor. Uh, but the fun, that's the fun part as a coach. You know, I can, okay, hmm, who do I play tonight? And I think right. that's done behind the scenes with the assistant coaches. You guys kind of have a figure figure out system. And it might even come down to who's hot tonight. If, if Russ is two for 18, okay, you got to sit tonight because LeBron, uh, 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 Carmelo is 10 for 12. You know, you got to revert. So, and Rondo, he brings a different dynamic. He's more of a ball control point guard, get the ball to the right people for the right shots. So that's going to be a fun, fun thing to watch. And as fans, and I'm a big fan of the Lakers, I'm going to be watching that too. All right. Well, and, and you said this at the beginning, and I think it's important. Like the, the, there are a lot of guys here that have a lot to prove. Rajon Rondo's got a lot to prove. Russell Westbrook's got a lot to prove. LeBron's got a lot to prove. He always does. But especially given the way that things went last year, he's got a chip on his shoulder. So you know, you've got guys that over the course of their careers haven't had the best buy-in and have, you know, have had issues. But you got a lot of guys with really smart basketball IQs um, and, and guys that, you know, are trying to prove themselves. And DeAndre Jordan, another example. I mean, a ro- there's 11 new Lakers in this roster. Only three guys that are, are – back from last year's team. So it's going to be interesting to see how this, like this team's going to evolve over the course of the season. And then, you know, and then the buy-in from guys that are, have a lot to prove. Well, you know what, all right. And uh, you hit it right. And uh, talking about somebody that has something to prove, which I don't think he does has anything to prove is Rajah Rondo. What would you like to be this guy? All he does is flip-flop from team, from LA team to other team. Doesn't have to move the <laughs> arenas. Probably doesn't have to move his house. Just change the location of where you go practice at. Uh, I mean, what, what an opportunity this guy has and make loads of money. And he got an opportunity to win another championship. That, 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 that guy has to be kissing somebody. He has to be kissing somebody every morning to put him in the position he's in. And he, I mean, think about the, the road he's taken in his career with, you know, with Boston and winning, you know, helping win championships and being 87, so yeah, but Boston the sucks right now. Okay. We talking about championship Lakers, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But I mean, no, I mean, you know, he's one of the rare players to, to make the switch over from Boston to LA. Um, I wonder how his heart feels from having that ugly green on to wearing that purple and gold. Then you go to red, white, and blue and come back purple and gold. Okay. <laughs> he's still my heart. <laughs> But um, no, I mean, look, this this is going to be the mo- one of the most entertaining seasons that we can remember from the Lakers. You know, I, obviously the pairing of LeBron and, and Anthony Davis, like that's been dynamic. But you add some of these guys to the mix, some of these old guys, and they're bringing a lot of experience, a lot of uh, wealth and knowledge and basketball IQ. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be this could be an interesting thing to see how the, the egos are managed to it's always a part of the basketball season it's always part of the nba season it's coaches managing egos and there's a lot of egos here i mean even well, you know what? this is going to be uh, the la version of as the world turns it's going to be as the lakers turn i think that's what you're going to get there's going to be news and interesting stories coming out i didn't get a chance to go down to training camp with them but i've heard a couple 
things that's come out. These guys already are uh, making it interesting on the coaching staff, but I hear that they're gelling, and I can't wait to see them when the exhibition season starts. So I think there's a lot of things that are going to go on, but overall, I really do believe that they're going to put it together and come on. I think you also have players like um, Baysmore, uh, who was a Laker. You know, it's funny that you have guys that have been Lakers and they're coming right. back. You got right. uh, Wayne Ellington. He was a Laker and he's come back. You know, Dwight Howard, Rondo, all Lakers and they all come back. So that's going to be the fun part about watching this. And yeah. I think where it's going to happen is that the Lakers weren't a good three-point shooting team or a perimeter really good they're a very good three-point shooting team now. I think Ellington's going to bring you uh, uh, he's probably one of the purest shooters in the game today. I think he'll do that. Trevor Reza can hit consistently threes. Baysmore, I wouldn't say he's a fantastic three-point shooter, but he can hit the shot if he's open. And most of the time, these guys are going to be wide open because you have to double AD. You kind of have to play a man and a half on LeBron. you got to guard Westbrook with a man and a half. You got people that are going to be, and you almost have to play a uh, man and a half on, on Jordan and Howard to keep them off the board. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, no, I agree. That's the right approach with the players that they have, you know, surround those big three with talented shooters. And, and, you know, I mean, this is a team that's going to be, should be a prolific three point shooting team because there should get a lot of, a lot of open looks. I, I would imagine too, at some point this year, if there's some adversity that this team faces and, you know, there, there's some selfishness. They probably should invite Michael Cooper to come speak to this team <laughs> because, you know, you, you've they been in some Because I get in assholes, man. <laughs> okay. You listening to Showtime with Coop, insightful BS from my Lakers teammates and NBA legends. And this is just Ari and I today. We give you some straight out pure Laker talk. Okay. All right. We talked about the Lakers a little bit. Now let's talk about some of the competition, which will lead us to the next question. Who are they going to play to get out the West? Okay. You got to look at uh, Golden State. I read some good things about Clay Thompson back. He's looking good in practice and stuff like that. I think there'll be a team to reckon with. My other dark horse team, and you might think I'm crazy when I say this, okay? My other dark horse team is going to be the Portland Trailblazers. I think Chauncey Billis, a new coach, is going to go up there and he's going to put the pieces together. For sure, him and um, Damian Lillard are going to have to bridge the gap that kind of was a rip before he got hired. But I think they'll put that together because Chauncey was an all-star, all-everything, Hall of Famer point guard. So he can help uh, Damian a little bit in that category. And I look for them to put those pieces together. And the other dark horse team. Uh, that people don't want to forget because you got the Clippers, you got the other people that strong teams here. It's going to be the Memphis Grizzlies. Interesting. So I'm I'm looking back now just to get give myself a refresher on the playoffs from last year on the uh, on this you know and um, Memphis is an eight seed last year. A lot of good young talent. That's a good call. Who do you think? Who do you think takes a step back out of the eight teams made the playoffs last year? I think the Clippers take a major step back. Without Kawhi Leonard, it's going to be very difficult for them to become a legitimate playoff team. I think they're going to struggle. I see the Clippers falling six, seven, eight, maybe not even making it. Paul George has put himself in a very precarious position, and now it's even more precarious because Kawhi's not there. But again, one thing I got to give Paul George credit with is when that ball goes through through him, he becomes that player that people want him to be with Kawhi. And with Kawhi there, he's just not that player because I think both of those players kind of uh, take a step back for one another. Now he's the man. So I think of all teams, the Clippers may be the one that take the hardest hit of all teams, of the playoff teams. Is Kawhi going to miss the whole year? I'm hearing he's going to miss the whole season. Wow. 
And that, what does that tell you, or what have what what do you have fond memories of with that happening? It's the San Antonio Spurs. That's yep. exactly what he did with them. Got misdiagnosed, didn't play the rest of the season. He hasn't request require uh, requested a trade. You know why? Because he's at home. I ain't moving from here, but I just ain't gonna play for y'all this year. I'm gonna get my body <laughs> all the way rested, which is a great thing to do now because his body is his his earning potential and the, his earning power is great. So you know what? I'm not gonna play till I'm in tip top shape. It's a weird dude. It's a weird guy, man. I'm not gonna lie. Weird, but fucking good. All right, that fucking guy can play at both ends of the floor. That's the good thing about him. Durant is more offensive end. He's ninety percent of that offensive end, and what he does on the Kawhi is fifty fifty, man, and he gives a big time basketball at both ends. What do you think about the Mavericks? We haven't spent much time talking about the Mavericks. Luca, obviously, another year with him. Jason Kidd now comes in as their head coach. I think that team's going to struggle. I think Jason's going to want Luca to play a certain way. Luca's been under uh, uh, Rick Carlisle. Uh, Rick Carlisle for what? For actually, when he came into the league, he's been yeah. under him, being able to play the way he wants to. Look for some uh, drama coming on down there. Remember that old TV show called Dallas? Oh yeah, that, of course. Drama with uh, yeah, look Great for that show, show to shot come back up. Look for that show to pop his head back up. <laughs> Dallas. It's back in '87, '88 with the hat you're wearing. <laughs> You got two, uh, uh, 2020 and 2021, 22 in Dallas. You got new uh, characters, new stars. I think Denver's the team to, I mean, I think that's the team that they beat in the Western Conference Finals this year. I think it's, I think it's Denver. Um, another year with Jokic and, and the players they have. I mean, that's, they kind of seem like they're on that Milwaukee trajectory, a, a consistency, you know, a great young star that's kind of coming into his own. So I'd say my, my prediction Right now, it would be Lakers and, 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 and Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. See, I don't see that. I see the Lakers, and if they get out the same bracket, the Lakers and the Warriors. I think that's the team that's going to – They buying it, huh? The Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. I really do. I, I think because they're a team – and granted that Curry's not wore out, because the guys make a lot of commercials now, and that takes a lot of time, and you're not out shooting. So, again, you got to get comfortable with yourself. But I see that team. Denver, to me – it's going to be that team, and they got Jamal coming back, and I think he's going to be a big plus for them. I just don't see them putting it together. I, I, and, again, I was a big person that never said you could win a championship by shooting jump shots. The Warriors proved me wrong. I don't think you can win a championship by your big man being your point guard and everything. Your big man have to be down where they're supposed to be. But, again, that was because Jamal was out. I think with him back, he goes back to his role and puts uh, uh, the big fella back down in his role. I kind of, I think I need to see Clay a little bit. And, and I mean, remember, I mean, obviously last time we saw this team, Kevin Durant, I mean, this, this, this team, you know, the championship caliber uh, uh, Golden State team, they're just different makeup, um, years older, how effective is Draymond Green still? And then, you know, they got a lot of drama there with um, Andrew Wiggins and the vaccine, and he's going to miss all these home games now. This is, I wonder how much that plays into it too, in terms of the drama. Listen, if Clay Thompson, stays healthy you don't need Andrew Wiggins go ahead and do what you're gonna do man uh with that vaccine and all of that now, we can talk about that in a minute but you look at Wiggins he didn't perform at a very high level this year with them yeah. so I think with Clay coming back in if he doesn't want to play all right go on and we can't have you on the road because that throws off the chemistry now we're trying to fit you back in either you're in or you're out and while we're on that subject what are your thoughts about players in this vaccine I mean, I, you know, look, I, I, I think they should get the vaccine. Um, I think all people should get the vaccine. I think we're seeing the, 
virus continue to um, evolve as viruses want to do. Um, and, you know, and so as long as people aren't vaccinated, they're going to, it's going to continue to evolve. I mean, I, I get the idea of, of getting different medical advice and, and that sort of thing. But um, I mean, you look at, if you have a, if you're a team with championship, championship aspirations, you know, the way that the NBA is now coming down hard on players that decide not to get vaccinated, like it, that's a tough deal. So you have to have like, what would you do in a situation like this where you're a leader in that locker room and you've got guys that aren't conforming. And so they're potentially getting in the way of your ability to win a championship. Well, I, for me, Ari, I think, and again, this is everybody's choice, but you got to remember basketball, baseball, football, just to name the major sports are team sports. And you're part of the team. If you don't want to be part of the team, you can go play golf. You can right. do that tennis pool. You can be on your own, but I am for everybody doing what they have to do. But when your decision may affect my life, then we have a problem. If I don't have to see you or be around you and I've gotten vaccinated, I'm okay with that. Uh, right. You can still be my friend. Hey, I'll, I'll call you, text you and all that. But now you're talking about invading my space. You have a virus that, like you said, is evolving. And we don't know what the next strain may be even more deadlier because they're all coming out in different ways. So right. as a, as a player, you got, you have to, you have to get vaccinated if you're going to play a team sport, because there are people, there'll be, let's say 60% that will 40% that won't. Okay. You 40 go on and let us 60 go ahead. Cause you you're stopping my earning power. I don't want to get sick. I got to protect my family, my loved ones. So that's how I feel about it. And, and you know, Kyrie Irving is another big one. You know, you, this guy talking about what's it going to hurt. You got to remember what people don't remember is when we were growing up, I'm 65. All right. When I was 10 years old, you had to get a polio vaccination, an influenza, a measles. You had to go get that shot. And it left that little ring in your arm, man. It left a mark on your arm. That was just a no brainer. We didn't know what they were putting in it now. For me, I think technology has come so far in advance. Medicine has been making wonderful things. We've got civilians going into outer space. I mean, I don't think that they're putting anything that's going to harm you in the vaccine. I got mine. I got a Pfizer. I felt great. My arm didn't hurt anything. I got my second shot. Now I'm trying to go get my booster. I think guys just have to do it. If you want to be involved in a team sport, you have to do it. Yeah. And look, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you in terms of like, I know people that don't have it. I'm probably not going to spend a lot of time around them. And, you know, I just, like, I'm not a doctor. I've not, I've not conducted any medical research, but I don't, if I go see a doctor and they tell me I should do something, I'm going to probably do it. I might get a second opinion, but like, like the idea that people have greater knowledge about what's in this vaccine than versus you know, any other, any other thing they'd get in the medical field. It's like, why you're second guessing this, but not anything else that any other doctor would do to you. And the other thing is like, yeah, like, is there a chance that there could, there could be a negative effect to getting, uh, getting the COVID vaccine? Sure. But there's a greater chance you're going to have a negative effect of getting COVID. So. Um, well, all right. It's like you said, neither one of us are doctors. We're just giving our opinions right. for the vaccine. That's all we can do. I just really hope that the NBA don't, the NBA players don't uh, let this vaccine spill over to what something, they got something good going on here. The NBA is on an all time high Agreed. Uh, why would you jeopardize your money? I mean, this, this the NBA for, and you're talking about Kyrie Irving and some of the other ones. You're living the way you are because of the NBA. 
it's you know you're playing basketball team sports so anyway wish them luck hope they make the right decision if they choose not to i'm still gonna be their friend i'm gonna still be a big fan of Kyrie. i like the way he played basketball but you can't come over my house <laughs> can't be around me because i don't want this in but i still love you the same way i love you what would you do if if this happened while you're on like what what what, what are you doing in 1988 if you've got you know you're coming coming off a championship. You want to win another one. Um, you know, what What would the leaders in that locker room do if, if a situation like this presented itself and guys didn't want to get vaccinated? It would break our team up. It really would. I, I don't think, again, as a leader, you can't go and tell a guy, hey, man, get vaccinated right. uh, because we want to win this championship. This is a personal individual choice, and it affects not just you but us. It would break the team up. We had that situation with Magic. When Magic became HIV positive, uh, you know, I started crying. And we talked about this on several other shows. And we're going to have Magic on soon because I've been giving the Texas that Magic is coming. So I'm waiting for the Magic to come, uh, you know, talk about that. Is that I still love the guy, you know. I still loved him. And I loved him so much. I didn't. I, I gave the guy a hug, uh, you know, that I wasn't afraid of catching that. COVID is a different thing, but it would. I think it would break our team. It would hurt. It would hurt. It hurt the team badly. And I think it's going to hurt that Brooklyn team. If Kyrie decides to do what he's going to do, it's going to hurt, man. So. And, and, and that's a different situation than Wiggins because, I mean, you need Kyrie. Yeah. I, I'd argue in Golden State, they don't need Wiggins nearly as much. So if it's one of those situations where it's like he's impacting the, the team in a negative way. Um, well, and, the thing and, with Wiggins is we don't know if he got a shot, right? Because they asked him, the reporter asked him, he said, that's my personal business. Yeah, or like... Oh, so, I mean, we don't know. And I, I think, you know, yeah, it could be your personal business, but you got to tell the team, man. Because if you're going to be around us and you're not vaccinated, you got to tell the team. And I just, I just, again, just wish uh, that they just do the right thing, whatever it is for them or for their loved ones or for, you know, whatever, just do the right thing because the NBA is on all-time high. And look, you're going to miss Kyrie. Well, and it's like you said, like, you know, my dad was telling me, like, when the polio vaccine came out, like, nobody questioned whether or not they, you know, are going to get it. Like, everybody got it because they didn't want polio. Yeah. You know? So, again, social media hurts that, you know, guys are getting misinformation and they're seeing this, they're seeing that, they're reading certain things and... You know, I'm, I'm, I don't, I have a Facebook, but I've, ne- I've never, ever, ever been on Facebook. All right. Never. I've never been on Facebook. I have a Facebook and my wife kind of maintains it and looks and, you know, I get from my friends. She said, Hey, such and such from 1970 is trying to get in touch with you. Like, oh, I don't do Facebook. I have an Instagram. I personally don't do Instagram. My wife, she does it. I got, I think like. You're smart. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's not the world I grew up in. So I don't let that world rule me. You know, a lot of my information I get off of TV and every now and then a good thing come across. But I got a new iPhone. That's what I got. Really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Some information off that. But we digress. Again, um, talking about the Lakers, who they got to beat. You know, Ari, uh, I think that's about enough for right now because we've covered everything. Um, I'm telling everybody right now. And uh, I know Bet Online is one of our sponsors, our people that's here, and we got to shoot something for them in a minute. But I'm betting online this year, man, because the Lakers are going to win a championship. I'm putting my money down. I, if you don't bet, don't go out and say Michael Cooper told you to. But you know what? You're going to miss out on a lot of money. What if the Powerball is, what, $627 million now out here in California? I'm thinking about going to play that. But I'm going to keep my money and go as a real safe bet and bet on the Lakers because I know they're going to win a championship. <laughs> 
and I was, it's funny. I was actually meaning to look at what the odds were for the Lakers to win the championships championship this year at betonline.ag. So it might be a good bet to check it out get the early, get out there on the early uh, futures bets for the Lakers to win a championship from betonline.ag. So that's a good call there. That online, baby. That's it. All right. Another great show. Thank you, sir. Um, we're coming back. we have come back. We missed out last week, but again, I got uh, uh, some good people lined up. Uh, again, I keep getting that. Coop, I got you. I got you. Okay, well, stop getting me and get, no, stop gotcha me and get me. <laughs> uh-uh. Hey, no way, we're signing Thank off. You. you listen to Showtime with Coop. That's another one in the can. Insightful BS with Ari and Michael Cooper because we don't have any Laker players. We don't have any NBA players, but it's us two and we still give you out some good eargasm. Ha, ha, ha.